You're... Can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, yeah. We are live. We are live. Episode one, the Good I'm Guys good. Podcast. How you feeling? I'm, I'm feeling good, man. How you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. You want to introduce yourself? We'll go. Hi, I'm Stephen Brown, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages. Stephen Brown Jr., 26 years old, male, African-American male. You know, I got to say that nowadays because... See the words. Say the word Stephen and go. Wait, who is that? Is he white? No, I'm black. Hear the word Stephen and go. Is he white? That's funny. No, I'm black. I feel. I feel that. Well, I'm Brandon. Uh, I'm not gonna put my whole name out there just yet, but you know, uh, also 26 years old, 11 days younger than this guy. You're. You know, uh, we figured. We got a lot to talk about. We're always, you know, having these in-depth conversations about life and about shit going on. So why not put it out start there for everybody to see? Why not start the podcast for y'all? Yeah, you know. So, Steve, I got to ask you. Let me hear it. What is your take on everything going on? My take on everything going on, like, it's it's crazy from, like, from birth to now, like, the world is completely changing everything is just becoming corrupt like racism i feel like ever since obama the 44th president of the united states for you guys who did not know that i feel like ever since he got out of office and we've gotten 45 as our president like the racism has just been taken to another level where people would just say openly whatever they feel like oh fuck you black fuck you nigger like they can just say whatever they want and just yeah get okay with it but that's not okay i guess it's racist it pisses me off every day no, that uh, I definitely understand what you're, where you're where you're coming from. What do you? How do you feel about uh, everybody like rioting and looting across the country? Actually, across the world, because I saw today they're doing it in Toronto and in the UK. And London, yeah, in UK. Yeah. Well, my take on it is I'm all for the rioting and looting, but like when it becomes dangerous, where you destroy things that don't need to be destroyed. That's where you're not you're not making a cause. Like what's your what's your what's your why? Like if you if you go back in the time, like to MLK, Martin Luther King, Malcolm X days, they were all about protesting, but they're all civil, like they're all like peaceful protests. Like nowadays, we're just protesting because we're using our anger and we're not we're gonna protest, but like what's the end goal? Like what's our message? What are, what are you trying to get out of your of this protest? Like what is what's your reason why for doing this? And people nowadays are just doing it just because they think it's fun, like, oh let's go riot because everybody else is doing it like What's your reasoning? What's your MO? What's your take on it? I mean, here's my thing on it, man. I think, you know, since slavery started, black people have been oppressed. Facts. And I think at different times in life, different times in this, since slavery started and ended, um, black people have tried to rise up against the quote-unquote man. Right. And every time we try to rise up, there's more and more white people that realize, and not even just white people, but like people of all races and ethnicities, realize, you know, hey, this shit is effed up, you know? Right. And every time there's up. more and more other uh, ethnicity, eth- ethnicities riding with us, you know? So right. my thing is, 100%. if every time we go to rise up, more and more people are saying, yeah, this is fucked up. Is that not enough for you to change it? Honestly, really. And when, then, when is enough is enough? Exactly. When is enough is enough? And then my other thing is, 
I was just talking to Daryl, but I think they should burn the whole city down, the whole country. Because here's my thing. We tried taking a knee and the peaceful protesting, and they said we were crazy. Know that, if you guys don't know, it is a Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, the Ka- Colin Kaepernick. Um, we tried boycotting. That didn't work. We tried the sit-ins. That didn't work. You know what I mean? So Dude. my thing is, what else is left to try after this? Yeah, it's stupid to burn your own house down, um, co- so to speak, and burn yeah. your country down. But at the same time, it's like if they tell us we're this great country, we should be able to rise from the, the ashes like a phoenix. Right. You know, I just don't get why uh, it has. To, I mean, I understand why it has to come to this because nothing is being done. Nothing is being changed. But nothing. I don't know, man. Like, I just I'm with all the people. I don't, I'm not with the looting. I think that's stupid. Um, yeah. I understand why people are doing it when they have their reasonings and everything. But as far as, you know, burning down the police cars, burning down buildings, stuff like that, run that up. Burn it all down. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm like, don't get me wrong. I'm okay with you. If you want to burn a police car to send a message, I'm all for that. But, like, when it becomes, like, where you just, like, burn stuff for no reason, like, if you want to burn down, like, a a tree. What does that tree do to you? Nothing. Yeah. You don't need to touch the tree. The tree is for the ecosystem for us to breathe in the earth. And then without trees, we can't breathe. So if we're gonna lose, like let's lose and like have a reason. Like who's the who's your main leader? What are you guys looting for? Like come out and tell us why why you're looting. What's your end goal? Like if if this certain thing happens, are you gonna stop or you continue? Like that's that's all my whole thing of looting is like I'm okay with everybody exercising their right of freedom saying what they got to say, but, like, just give us give us your end goal and your reasoning. Like, we all know the reasoning. We're all sick and tired of police brutality on African-American males every single day. But, like, I don't know, man. It's just, it has to change. It has to. Oh, man. And when do you think it will change? Like, do you think we'll see change within the next 5 to 10 years, 11 to 15, I mean, 16 to 20? Where's your range at? If we're being honest, like, I don't think I fear for my kids' kids because the way that our country's looking right now, it's not looking like it's getting anything anything sooner. But then at the end of the day, that's where politics come to play. Like, if you don't want a certain person in office, you have to go up, get out and vote. And, like, for you have to start at your at your community. You start where you live at, vote for there, vote for who you want to be, and, like, as your congressman, like, your governor, who all that. And you have to take the baby steps. But, like, I don't think it's going to change for another, like, 15 years if, I, if you want to be frankly honest with you guys. No, I understand that. What about you? What's your t- what's your take on it? Mm, I think it's going to be about forty. Forty? Okay, I can see. I think it's going to take 50. another black president, probably. See, I don't if know, we get, man. If we get the, if we get a black president, if we get another one, yeah, I don't. I, the, my problem with the whole voting thing is it's rigged. It is. Voting is all rigged. Like anything, politics is all rigged. Like, if we're being honest, yeah, like it's all rigged. We already know who's gonna win, or they already know who's gonna win before once they get down to the uh, primaries and stuff like that. So it's like, I get why they say go out and vote because you know they want to sell the dream that everyone has the right to vote and your vote counts. But I don't truly think your vote counts. Like, no, I don't. And I'm not trying to discourage voting. You know what I mean, or anything mm-hmm. like that. But I just feel like. I don't know. There's just, it's just, there's it's a tough subject to talk about. Yeah. I understand. It, it, it's, it's tough. Like you don't want to say the wrong thing or you don't want to say the right thing. You just, you just want to be, you want to express what you feel and what you, what you're entitled to do. Exactly. And it's just like, I feel like you go out to vote 
and they put you in this box with these, you know, five or six people to choose from. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you listen to them talk, but you don't know them. You know, you don't personally know them. Exactly. You don't personally know what they're going through. Yeah. And they don't personally know you or what you're going through. They're just making suggestions and saying what they think you want to hear, which, mm-hmm. I mean, it's not going to fix nothing. It's not going to fix it. Like, like anything. We, our, we're, our country is damaged. I hate to say it, but our country is damaged and it's effed up. It's messed up. And it's going to be damaged and fucked up for until some shit changed, until we get new leaders. But we won't get new leaders because the leaders they're going to put in place are their leaders. They're right. It's tough. It's a sad thing to see as an African-American male. Yeah, man, it's a uh... and our and our and our prime years. Like we're 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 twenty six years old. Like these are the most prime years of our life where we have like no responsibility besides like ourselves and our, our family. But like we don't have like we don't have a, a, a child to care for if, if we do if you do or you don't. But like we're just be having fun right now. And, like when we go outside every day, I like fear. I like when I go outside and I like, see a cop, I just fear like, am I next? Are they gonna pull me over and like try to beat me up? Like what's what's gonna happen? Yeah, I always, I literally. Every time I get in my car and I start driving, I think to myself, yeah, man, like, is this going to be the day or is this going to be the time where we get pulled over and don't make it home, you know, because right. those are things we got to talk about. Exactly. Because, I mean, like you said, you know, or we didn't say, but, you know, we're like third generation friends. You know what I mean? Our grandparents are yeah. best friends. Our parents are best friends, you know, so it's like we're coming home to the same family. Yep. Every day. So... For us, you know, it's it hits home, you know. It hits home. It hits home. right on the chest. I don't know, man. It's a uh, it's scary, and I think the scariest part about it is, like we were saying, there's no like timetable for it. There's no, no. we don't know when it's going to be over, when it's going to get better, when it's going to end, you know. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm just. I just know I'm afraid. You know, I was going to go downtown yesterday and uh, protest with everybody. And I thought to myself, you know, it's like I could go down there and I could fight for, you know, what I believe in and what I want to be done. But it's like you go down there, you don't know what's going to happen to you. You know, it's like you have people down there. uh, The cops are down there with the... uh, Rubber pellet, paintball guns, capping people. That really, that, that can hurt people. A lot. You feel me, bro? Like that shit is crazy. Did you? I don't know if you saw, but um, there was a post circulating Twitter. Um, some of the woman in the hospital. No, 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 yeah, no. The dude, uh, this dude in Indiana, got hit in the face with a uh, uh, tear gas can, and he lost an eye. Are you serious? Yes. I didn't hear about that. I saw one about a girl in Twitter. She got shot with a rubber gun and she was in the hospital. Like she had gashes and blood all over her face. I'm like, what is the cause for this? Like, why would you do this to an innocent person? I don't get it. And that's my thing. They don't know who's innocent, who's not down there. And then you got all these people who are from other cities and other states traveling around to other cities and states. Um starting these violent protests, you know, and there's people down there who are doing it peacefully, which is the right way. It's, they're, you know, changing the narrative. Right, don't get me wrong, all cops are not bad, but like, 
there's not there's not too many good cops compared to bad cops if you look at it. For sure. For sure. And that's what's the wrong is, you know, if a gang member shoots up something, you know, like he shoots up a, a Walmart, right? Right. And the cops know what gang did it, but they don't know what gang member. They're going to arrest every gang member. Right. The police are just a bigger gang. With They're just they a legal just gang, you know? Mm-hmm. And if a few of their members are out here killing us and nobody and none of the other members are stepping up, that means all those members are bad members. Like, you're right. supposed to protect and serve the community. If you're not protecting and serving, or if you see somebody else not protecting and serving, your duty as an officer is to protect and serve, so you should. In turn, turn that, turn that officer in, you know? Right. You, you get sworn in as a cop before you be going active duty. You're, you're sworn in to protect and protect and save the, your, your community and the country. And then when you obey those laws and when you disobey those laws, you're basically breaking the code of conduct as a cop. You're not a cop. You're just a bad, bad cop. Yeah. I, don't, I just don't get it, man. I don't get it either. Well, let's change, change courses here. Let's make this a little lighter. Definitely. What's your take? What's your take on the sports? When, like, when they'll be reopening? Yeah, I heard the NBA is going to open back up in Orlando, right? I think Orlando, like Orlando, Disney, Orlando, Disney World, and uh, Las Vegas are two destinations I heard, and I think they're open back in July, possibly. I just want to know on the, with the NBA, are we going straight into playoffs? Or are we going to get like a final two week regular season? You know what I mean? Because if we're going straight into playoffs, I'm going to be a little upset because, I mean, granted, I'm hoping all these NBA players are working out and fine-tuning their craft, which they should be doing. But, like, they're not held to – like, working out by yourself is not game reps, you know? No, it's not game reps. It's just a workout. Exactly. So – You're not really pushing yourself to to your limit that you know you can push yourself to. And that's my thing. Like, if you're going to start with playoffs – I feel like you're going to see a one seed get knocked off real quick. Just right. because. And many players are, what? And many players will come out and said they, if they want to come, if they come back, they don't want to jump right into playoffs because you got to think about it. They've been out for three months. Not a lot of guys are obsessive to different facilities. Like look at LeBron James. We all see his Instagram every day. He's working out in the gym at 6 a.m., taking a lunch break, working out again. Like he, he's, he has a full gym and a, I'm sure a basketball court or a hoop inside his yard where he can get working. Like, LeBron James is one of the most billionaire athletes. He has everything he wants. And then you look at a rookie like um, R.J. Barrett, who plays for New York Knicks. He might not have everything assessed as LeBron James. LeBron has a higher, hedge, higher edge on R.J. Barrett because he's been in the league for quite some time, so he's a better resources compared to an NBA rookie. Yeah, no, exactly. And that's why I think they need to do at least a two-week or a three-week period where you get in some games, you know, Get the get your legs underneath you, and then my other thing is, what are we doing with the seeding? Because I've seen a lot of rumors come out that they were going to see playoffs just one to sixteen, and not do the East versus West that. thing. Like it would be like both eight eight teams, the sixteen teams that made the playoffs would just get seeded from there. I've also seen um, they're letting everybody in the playoffs. Like I, I'd be really interested to see how they do that. But yeah, I'm with you, man. Like they uh, they can't just go right into playoffs. I need to see Zion make the playoffs. So I need I need There's three weeks of the NBA season. They want they want Zion in the playoffs. They're trying to get 
If they said they did a 20-team playoff, they said the Pelicans would be either the 19 or 20 team because they know just having Zion Williamson in the playoffs this year is going to bring the NBA so much revenue because it's true. You got to think back to Zion's high school days, his one year at Duke, which is great. Don't get me started on Duke. Like I just I love, love him. Duke. Love him. We both we both do. And then he gets he gets he gets number one draft pick, goes to New Orleans Pelicans, gets hurt for what a couple of, uh, two months. Well, he missed back, the whole first half of the going. season, right? Missed the whole first half. Missed the whole first half of the season. Gets his groove going. And then they stop it. So like I think though if they do this twenty thing, the Pelicans would be in like the world. We'll get to see we'll get to see Zion Williams and just dunk on somebody in the playoffs. It'll happen. I wanna see it happen. Cause like you said, Duke fans gotta see Zion who's, you know, the prodigal son. Shout out to Brotherhood, by the way. Shout, Shout out to Brotherhood. Yeah. You, you know who Shout you are. Shout out to the Brotherhood across the whole world. Like the, like we always say, it's a fraternity, not not just the team, it's a fraternity when you brotherhood. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. What's your take? How do you feel about uh, the NBA? You think it's too soon? You feel like it's... I think, personally, I need some type of sporting to watch because there's been days where I've watched tons of NBA footage from back in the day, like Michael Jordan days to LeBron's early days to, like, the other day I, was, I caught myself watching Cornhole, a corner term on ESPN, like... I need I need I need physical sport. I need no offense. I need something like to keep my attention. Like cornrows not keep my attention for more than two seconds. But I think the NBA should come back. I think they should come back. The fans missed it. The players miss it. We need the NBA. Like the NBA, if you think about it, NBA is a starter for everything. When NBA closed down their season, the NHL, soccer, and everybody followed the lead. So if the NBA jumps jumps back up. To start playing, then we're back. Like every, the sports will slowly come back in this world, which we all need. I totally agree. Like I watched uh, Spike Ball the other day, and I was upset. Like it just, it just didn't. I and I like Spike Ball. I play Spike Ball. I'm just not there. I think uh, it's just tough, man. Like you said, if the NBA comes back, I feel like it's that much of a progressive league that everybody else in America will follow. Like, I mean, you know, they said, uh, right. I think baseball is supposed to be starting up like the weekend after the July 4th. No fans. Right. But the players are, players are going on strike though. Cause some players who are top rate players, they want to get their full stipend of their contract, but the, but the owners are not trying to do it, but they need to pay those players. Like I, I understand you, you play baseball for fun and the, the love of the game. But at the end of the day, it's a job, it's a profession. You should get paid your full amount of stipend of what you what you work. Yeah, they don't call for. it baseball money for no reason. <laughs> right. Baseball's one of the highest they all get paid the most they're all guaranteed money in baseball. Like they don't have to worry about nothing. Nothing at all, bro. And that's why I wish I took baseball more serious as a kid. Man, looking back on the young Kenny Lofton and outfield me, left field, man, I could be in the pros right now. Whole life can be changed. We wouldn't even fucking know it, bro. Wouldn't be here in Toledo, Ohio. I'll tell you that much. For real. What do you think about uh them trying to update the Rooney rule? I'm off. Uh, I'm off. I'm off. I need give me what information so, you have on it. They try to update it. So, in the NFL, I heard uh, uh Skip and Shannon were talking about this. Uh, making it so you have to have. A black coach, basically, like you have oh, to put a black coach that. on the roster. It's basically like the gist of like I don't have the exact like 
rule updates in front of me, but from what I've like mm-hmm. been looking into it on and everything, it's basically like, yeah, which I feel like is great. I'm all for it. But like Shannon said, bro, like you can't tell a billionaire how to run a billion dollar company. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah, at the end of the day, it's his bread he's putting in. They know what they're so, doing. His bread, his money. He knows like how to build the team. He's an owner for a reason. Like he has that much money for a reason. Yeah. I don't get it, man. I don't get it so, what's your uh, what's your take on what else been happening yeah, in the world? Man. Sports, police brutality. Um, how how real do you think this coronavirus is? Let's let's. let's talk about it let's dive into that um well if we're being honest i think it's real like i think i I personally think i had it in the coming months before we knew what the coronavirus was bro so do i i had some i had it i'm I'm pretty sure we all had in this lifetime like we all had it we just didn't know how to identify it because people go to the hospital say do i have the flu they're like no you don't have it okay then what do i have because i can't breathe i'm i'm losing i'm losing my breath my nose is running. Like, what's this? Like, what's going on? They're like, you don't got it. But like, I think I had it. So I think it's real. But like, now there's a cure out there. We we know we know the world has a cure for this COVID nineteen. But like, once again, the government wants to not give us everything they have. I think it's just population control. Because mm-hmm. you know, um, they're saying Trump knew about this in January. In January. But in January. Then, they told him about it. He didn't he exactly, didn't bro. Like, it's insane. I just don't get it, man. Like, here's my thing, right? I, just, uh, I don't get it. Here's my thing, right? So I see how it's dangerous and how, like, it's out here killing people and everything. But at the same time... right, right. right. I don't understand how other people don't see it. You know, like the right. countries across the world shut down completely for 50 days, didn't leave the house, didn't do anything except clean the streets and just stay but stay home so they could get it under control. Okay? Right. Over here, everybody was just running around, upset they couldn't leave the house, still going to work, nothing was shut down. Riding because they, they wanted to leave their house. And it, I just don't get it. Like, we're... Again, we're supposed to be this great country. Yet, whenever, the, the leader, whenever the some leader. shit goes down, we handle it poorly every single time. Like, every single time there's um, a tragedy in here in this country every time there's you know um literally just anything like you could just name it we just handle it poorly yeah. and i don't know if that's because 9/11. we're spoiled 9-11 poorly poorly handled. oh for sure bro like i just i don't know i don't know and i think this coronavirus is just i think it's real i think i don't think we need to be as afraid of it as we, we, we are, being you know, country. but I think yeah. if we're going to go that route and take that, you know, oh, it's, you know, that serious or we need to be that afraid, then I feel like we need to act that way, too. You know, we can't we shouldn't if we're going to talk about it. We need to be about it, you know, because, like, right. you know, I work at a hotel and mm-hmm. when I'm like dealing with guests and everything, 
and cooking food, I, I have a mask on, you know, yeah. but like when I'm not, I take that shit off because it's hard as fuck to breathe. It's hard to breathe. So breathe. And you know, I wear glasses. So cut off. I'm like sitting yeah. there breathing and now it's just fogging up. Now it looks like I got, uh, you know, when you wake up and you get in your car early in the morning and there's all that fog on your windows, that's what it looks like every time I breathe with a mask on. Right. Every time. So, like I said, I think it, if it's that serious, we need to be taking it that serious and not half-assing it. There's no reason. Half-assing. There's no reason for us to be half-assing this if it's a pan. If it's like serious, serious. Like, I, I believe it's a pandemic. But like I believe it's right? just like a it's form so of I. the flu, where it's like, okay, the flu is going to kill a lot of people too. You know what I mean? I feel like this just might be like maybe a little bit more serious than the flu, but still, like, I don't know. It's just real tricky, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. It's real tricky. It's real tricky to talk. It's real like some people are like, man, I had it. You had it. Like some people are just saying they had it like, just because they yeah. want to say they had it. Like people who really had it, like people are going into hospitals and they're like, they're dying. Like I heard a study saying like the ventilator system that they've been doing, that's not really good for their coronavirus. That just shuts down all your airways in your lungs. And you die faster. So they're they're saying they're getting they're getting better at catching you faster, but do you believe the second wave is gonna hit us in like mid October? Yeah, I do. I think that's when it'll like Yeah, I think that's when it'll like uh really show itself in its true form, you know, especially yeah. over here because I feel like it's over here way. it'll get really bad. And it'll start getting better in other countries because I feel like mm-hmm. we handled it wrong. I also feel like yeah. people don't you take believe Donald like Trump serious. So when he came out no, and was like, stay inside, all. everyone was kind of just like, all right, what? And then he came out of nowhere and was like, yeah, open up my country and all that shit. That man, that man, Donald Trump. Wow. Still can't believe that he is the president of the United States can't believe it. He makes our country look like a dream. Bro, he's going to be our president by the end of the year. I think he's going to win again. I don't want him to win. I, really, I personally do not want him to win, but if he wins... No, I think he... Like, I don't want him to win either. Don't get me wrong. I'm not for Donald Trump, but I also think um, he's going to win the mass over by... Yeah, because if you think about if you th- if you think about it, his being a president, he's God awful. He's terrible. His views are piss poor. But if you look at him as a business person, he's a good business negotiator. I, I I can I can personally say like he's he's good at negotiating things. He is, but as a president, terrible. I feel that. But how do you you feel like he's a good businessman, even though he's had a few uh, businesses go under? Or do you just chalk oh, that, that up that to the game? That's. A, uh, I mean. Business, you win or lose in the business, but like him, he's like he's good at I'll, I'll, he's good at wording things for, very well for people to like agree. Like, oh my gosh, did you hear what he said? Like that actually makes sense. Like he's good at wording things to make you believe he's sounding intelligent and great. But then when it all falls down, he blames the other person. Like it's your fault. This didn't have me because you didn't listen to what I'm saying. Like no, you worded it terribly, and now look yeah. what happened. I, I feel that. I feel that. I just, uh, 
I think when you look at him overall, he's a comedian. Oh, he's for sure he's a comedian. He's he's a he wants to make everybody laugh. Like he's orange. <laughs> like come on now, the man the man's orange. You can see his spray tan from his from his forehead down to his neck, and then when he moves his neck, it's like discolored. I'm not trying yeah, to be no, mean no. or anything. For but sure, being for real. sure. Like I'm not a mean person, guys. I'm just being real. Kind of mean. I'm not mean. No, actually, you're probably the nice one of the group. I'm the nice one in the group. If we go, everybody in our group, honestly, I don't want to say any names at all, but you know who you are out there. You know who's the mean one. If you had to introduce our crew to somebody, who, how, what three words would you use for each person? We'll start um, off with we'll, funny. <laughs> we'll start off with uh, we'll start off with goose. Goose, all right. Goose, if you guys don't know, Goose is Brian. Little brother, his little brother. I'd say Goose is hard headed, hard headed, funny, funny, driven. Okay. If I was introducing Goose to somebody in three words or less, I would say he's uh, caring, passive. And mm-hmm. if there's a word for not taking your shit, I would use that word. <laughs> or not taking any shit. Okay. I don't know how to put that in one word, but that's where I'm going. Okay. We're going to talk about... Miles? Miles. All right. I'm going... Miles. Athletic. Uh-huh. Hilarious. And honest. Like... Hundred percent. Yeah, one K miles, one K miles. Funny. Funny, and just athletic. Like we all know, like he's the most athletic person oh, in the group. Bro, I think Miles is the most athletic person I've ever seen in my life. Oh yeah, he's a he's a proven, he's a, he's a given athlete. Football, basketball, baseball, you name it, he can do it. We got a let's let's go down the road of uh, D Red. Okay, what you got for D Red? D Red. Well. When I think of D-Ren, I th- I say first thing comes to my mind. He knows he knows if he's listening to this right now. I say Hold that's on. the word. Say that. Start over. He knows when I say when I think of Daryl Render, aka D-Ren, I think Master Word. He knows exactly what I'm talking about when I say Master Word. <laughs> Eighth grade, baby. Eighth grade. Okay. okay. So I say uh, Master Word. Artistic, because that man, like, artistic is shit. Gifted. And, it, 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 all right, we get better with gifted. And athletic, too. He's pretty athletic. He's pretty athletic. What would you say? Me describing D to somebody, I would definitely say uh, D's just comical. Like, he's, <laughs> comical. he's a cartoon a character, comic. for real. Uh, I would say he's... <laughs> Gifted artistically too, and athletically, he's just all around. And then I'd also say, D's just like overall, he's a great guy, man. Like, great dude, great person to be around and talk to. You need to talk to somebody some some real. I know I can call D. I always know real. where D's at when he laughs because his he has the most distinctive <laughs> laugh in the world, and it's always loud. <laughs> Yes, yeah, fact. These live carries. 
what about A Breezy? Alex. A Breezy. Alex, my brother, guys. You guys do not know. Alex Brown's my brother. That dude, man, where do you begin with him? Let me think. Okay. Comical. Comical clown. Uh, athletic. And I'd probably say his third one probably would be Smartass. Yeah. I could see that. Smartass. I would say Alex is a sarcastic. Facts. He's, uh, I feel like he's an emotional guy. Like, he puts his heart in a lot. Yeah. And he's also one of the funniest people I've ever met in my entire life. Like, I swear. <laughs> uh, he's hilarious. That dude's funny. He keeps me laughing all the time. Sell. Let's go with Sell. Hey. That guy's business. Hey, philosopher. Sure. Hey. I got the same word for him. Philosopher, too. He's. Philosopher. Um, philosopher. Shit. Cell was pretty funny, too, actually. And it's, and, and, and our own unique way, all of us are all funny. For you guys yeah, I think, we are all I think everybody funny. in our group is a different type of funny. And then when we all get together and we're just like, whether we're roasting on somebody or whether we're like, joking about other shit like it's just like always just jokes and like laughter you know what i mean like i feel like we're a funny yeah, ass yeah. click and like you see our click and you're like you want i want to be part of the friend group why are they laughing i want to see why they're laughing top security no. in the world you sure about that top security in the world my boy g g g greg <laughs> hey greg <laughs> I don't even know what to say about Greg. Greg is just my guy. I know. Greg's just my he's guy. He's just a Greg. Philly to if the bone. Know, even though Greg's going. Philly to the bone. Meek till he dies. When you meet him, you don't even realize, like, he's, uh, like, that funny. Because he just he looks like a nerd, but, like, he's not. Yeah. Straight up nerd with them glasses. With them glasses. And, man. That's my guy. I love Greg. You know that. I don't think you're a nerd. Um, shit. Who else? Try to throw Hove in there. Hove, let me, let me hear what you, what you about. Hove. Oh man. True story, yo. <laughs> True story. Uh, <laughs> the reason I don't like a lot of pizza sauce on my uh pizzas now is because of Ryan Hayes. When we were, uh, bro, you remember me, you, Miles. I think D. I think you were on that team. We played at the. Uh, we played downtown, on the uh, blacktop, and the hoop it up. The hoop it up three on three. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Born, hoop it up. Yes. Hoop it up. Yes. Yeah, it was Steve. Ryan, big Steve. Ryan stayed at my house the night before the hoop it up because my mom drove me and him down there, and he ordered. We were ordering pizza, and he had like this big fuss about like he didn't want pizza, like a lot of sauce, and I was like thinking to myself, I was like, bro, why don't you want the sauce? The sauce is hidden. And, bro, I'll never forget this. We were, like, shit. What were we, like, eight, nine or something? Like, we had to be, like, eight or nine, mm-hmm, maybe eight. ten years old, something like that. Like, little kids. And I tried one of it, the slices with the light sauce, and it changed my fucking life. Since that day, I prom, bro, I promise <laughs> you, I always get light sauce on my pizza if I'm ordering pizza by myself. 
funny. True story about Ryan. Me and Ryan went to grade school together, middle school, high school. But the funniest thing Ryan has ever ever said to me in my life. So we went to predominantly like mostly white kids. Most it was a mixture of whites and blacks, but like morally downly white. So we're going to every year for our fifth grade trip. We got to go to Cedar Point at Parkville, no, RIP, because the school's going now. You guys that don't know, sad day. Back to the story. So our teacher's going off like, you need this and that. You need, like, water. You need some money to get some food. And then he goes, you need some sunscreen because, you know, you don't want to get no tan. I'm not kidding you. Ryan Hayes looks at me and says, and I quote, right, that's, that's lotion for us. I said, what? <laughs> what? Lotion? It's not sunscreen, Ryan. Lotion is for our body because we get dry. It is not sunscreen to this day. That's probably the funniest thing Ryan's ever said to me in my life. I will never, ever, ever forget them him saying that to me. I will say that at his wedding and like I'll say that forever for Ryan. Like that's the first thing I think of when I think of Ryan. Lotion. What? Lotion is not sunscreen, bro. I was so weak. And this crazy part, crazy part is. I went home and thought, I was like, Mom, is lotion really our sunscreen? She said, no. I was like, man, I need to do this. I never do this on a stupid lie. Like, fuck. Man, he's a funny guy. Funny guy. Yeah, he's Shout a great to dad, him. too. Yeah, he's a great dad, great dad. That's um, pretty much it. I don't give I don't get. Yeah, yeah, I won't give everybody too much. So, you know, yeah. it's the first podcast. I mean, we're at 30, 38 minutes. You know what I mean? That's pretty smooth for the first one. We got to it. We got through a lot. For you the know. first one. Talked about the riots. Talked about Trump. The league. The, the league. Yeah. All right, man. I mean, we got to figure out a sign-off. But oh. for now. So, end of the Good Guys podcast. I'm your I'm your host Stephen Brown Jr. You can follow me at on Twitter and Instagram at sir underscore lefty twelve. All right, I'm uh, Brandon Royster. You can follow me on Instagram at uh, cupcake underscore doctor or Twitter at uh, I skied you. All right, man. Have a good day. Hey, great. Great show. You too. Have great.